to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. There it is, the intro music we all are getting to know and love. It is just another Friday night. I am one of your two hosts, CM Chuck. Alongside me, as always, the unbreakable Adamantium Adam. Hey, good evening, fighters. Good to be back with you guys again. Yes, the Friday Night Faithful in full effect. Guys, uh, it has been another great week uh, with social media and everything. As always, you guys come out in droves, and we appreciate it. We're glad you liked our episode mm-hmm. about the 1970s, yes. an era before we were both alive, but we still <laughs> appreciate it with utmost respect and sincerity. So before we get into anything else on today's episode, uh, Adam Antium, Adam, Adrenalize me. What happened in the world of social media for us this week? Okay, so this week it was kind of more uh, comic book guys uh, this week. So my favorite kind of guys. always, always. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, first off, uh, RVD. Um, so Rob thank you, Van yeah. Thank you again, sir. Yes, we love multi-time heavyweight champion for Impact WWE and ECW. And all around stoner. Yeah, so. I was gonna say if you like getting high, he would like to he's get high man. with you. Yeah, he's, he's not shy man. about it. Yeah. Uh, this one is kind of more or less for my my wife and daughter, uh, Lisa Videl. They've been watching the show that she stars in called Beauty and the Baker. Okay. Um, so they liked it. They appreciated that she made a comment back. So oh right on. Uh, so awesome. Thank you, Lisa. Appreciate yeah, very it. cool. We, that's very cool. They have been watching your show, so thank you. If she's liking our tweets, I'm okay with exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, this one's kind of cool for us, uh, CM. Uh, David Mack, uh, cover artist for a lot of the Fight Club Part 2 comic mm, book series. I have that book at home. I've not yet got a chance to read it because I know it's been out a while, but it's sitting on my shelf on my stack of things yeah. to read. <laughs> but he does those arts like it has on the hardcover. So yeah, that's, that's very him. cool stuff. Yeah. Awesome thing. Uh, a company we love very much, Dark Horse Comics, liked our tweets. Dark Thank Horse you, themselves. Dark Horse. Yes, yes, we love them, man. Yes. Home of Hellboy. And yeah, Sin City. Yes, yeah, yeah. So. Um, Karen Berger again, uh, the editor for Vertigo. Awesome. All those great preacher stories, yeah, because of her. We thank love you. her, yes, thank you. Uh, I'm probably gonna butcher his name up, Francisco Francavella. I'm okay. sorry if I fucked your name up, sir. Uh, <laughs> he did some great stuff that myself and CM posted on Instagram with those great Django Zorro crossover covers. Uh, this guy's done a lot of great work too, but I mean, those Zorro covers that we posted, badass, very awesome, very awesome stuff. stuff. Uh, Philip R. Simon, another artist for Dark Horse. He's done a lot of great things. Thank you, sir. Uh, Jan DeMattis, again, he's doing a lot of great yes. stuff now with Dark Horse himself. Oh, he cool. just got nominated for some Eisners for a, a comic book he's doing called Congrats. Moon Shadow. Okay, awesome. Congrats to JM, man. Yeah, Yeah. so awesome. Uh, Velvet Sky, uh, pioneering impact uh, knockout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Beautiful People. I mean, yeah. that's being copied now because of them, too. The arrogant female tag team. And she's come to some RCW shows. Yeah, she has. A lot of stuff yeah, so, too, so we appreciate it. Yeah, her so thank you. Awesome. Uh, Scott Norton. Uh, yes. Thank you, sir. 
him and Joey Ryan, they both liked some tweets. Um, Joey Ryan was asking uh, anyone that had footage of the Wrestle Circus match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a typical Joey Ryan match, you know, and I don't know. Somehow he got Scott Norton to go along with it. So now what was very cool is that we were there live and in person watching yes, that we Wrestle were. Circus show. And although I wish I had taken video, but I'm glad I enjoyed the, the match. But if I had had video. But Sam, I think it's because we had kind of been posting some stuff uh-huh. that all of a sudden he started asking for footage. I think so. So I, I like so. to take a little credit. Well, we, I would like us for take to take. We're going to take that credit, Joey Ryan. Yeah, so because all of a sudden he busted that out after we had mentioned it. Um, the Bouncers, if you guys know Ring of Honor, this is Beer City Bruiser and his partner. Uh, heavyweight tag team, and I do mean that in every sense of the word. <laughs> I heavyweight love the tag Bruiser. team. Yeah. <laughs> every time they come down the ring, both of them always have fucking cigars and beers in their hands. So thank you guys. Yeah, very cool, man. Yeah. I follow Beer City Bruiser on Instagram. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee's best or some crap like that. And last but not least, Sam, I think you're gonna like this one a whole lot. Okay. Daniel Logan from he uh liked one of our tweets. If you do not know Daniel Logan's name, he played Boba Fett in episode two, Attack of the Clones, and also did the voice of Boba Fett in the Clone Wars cartoon. Very cool. Very man. cool. I thought so too. I was Young like, Boba. Wow. Yes. Boba Fett. Yeah. So thank well, you, sir. You know, that leads us kind of right into what we're gonna talk about. Our topic. This yes. our topic this week. It is one of our favorite things is Star Wars, mm-hmm. but more particularly, it is episodes one, two, and three, the Star Wars prequels. Yes, more famously known as the prequels. More famously known as the prequels. These are the, the beginning. These are the ones that the, the first new trilogy. Yes, yes. <laughs> so how do you, however you want to say that, but the ones with Natalie Portman, uh, you know, the ones with um, Ian McDermott, uh, uh, Samuel Jackson, Ian McGregor, Ian uh, McGregor, uh, yeah, yeah, Samuel Jackson. Where um, all these Liam Neeson, are, Liam yeah. Neeson. So uh, we want to talk about those today. And uh, I had a chance to rewatch episode mm-hmm. one today and rewatch about ha- I got halfway through episode okay. two. I didn't get to rewatch okay. all three, but me and you know these movies pretty much by heart. Yes, I would say yes. we've seen them enough yeah. times. They're always on TNT, yes. and so you know you catch them in certain parts and you rewatch it mm-hmm. in your own way. So we've seen them a bunch. Yes. but <clears throat> I think one of the main things we want to talk about is that these movies. Kind of don't get a lot of love amongst Star Wars Ooh, fans sometimes. Man, oh man, TM. So that's kind of why I wanted to do this episode with you because these movies get shitting on like crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a very mixed reception. It's pretty much the John Cena <laughs> of the trilogies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, golly, we got so many people that love it and got so many people that hate them. I've got to um, say, <clears throat> we're saying that, but what I feel is that it's more like casual moviegoers like them and think that they're okay mm-hmm. and it's your quote-unquote hardcore fans that, get that just off. don't like them yeah. i don't really know anybody in the, in the well i don't know too many people that i would consider hardcore star wars fans in that community that say anything nice about them no nope. it's just always like oh those blow you mm-hmm. know what i mean and it's like okay well i think today we want to talk about why we don't agree with that yes we want to highlight really what's so great about the prequels absolutely that's all we want to do on this episode we just want to highlight the good stuff and maybe hey maybe change your mind a little bit rewatch how it. you feel i say rewatch yeah. it there's lots of good if you love star wars there's a lot of incredible things you can yeah. take away from these yeah. movies and a lot of nods and fun stuff mm-hmm. that you know uh Again, I as I watched them today, as I watched, you know, like I said, episode one and half of episode uh, two, and I can easily think about the rest of the movie and episode three in my mind without really much thought and know what's happening. Um, 
But again, when you get to rewatch it with the thought that we're going to come to this episode and talk about those good things, I started to just pick out some of the things that I really liked and was able to appreciate. So um, like, for instance, one of the first things that I can just think of in episode one, right at the beginning, I'd always wanted to see, this is going to sound really kind of corny, but you never see a lightsaber in any of the other, the the original trilogy. No, you don't. You never see them used in a stabbing motion. No, it's always slicing, right? Slicing, yeah. Like swiping the the blade Mm -hmm. around. Mm-hmm. You immediately see Qui-Gon just like run the blade right into these doors and yeah. start pretty much using and it. And they're like, melting. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, like a hot, yeah. you know I mean, it's you know, like a, I don't know what you'd call it, man. Like a, a welder. You yeah. Know, it's welder. melting the he's fucking just, metal. Yeah. He's tearing it up. You're like, yeah. holy shit. Like very yeah. cool. Like right away. Um, another couple of things that you see early on in that one to me that stuck out was like, I remember your brother used to always play the old uh, Super Nintendo yes, Star Wars uh-huh. games. And there was a lot of powers that you saw that, that, Jedi yeah, used, that yeah. Luke would use, but yes. they didn't really ever show those in the movies. No. Well, right away you see them. They use this super quick speed. Yes. And they use this kind of like leaping ability that mm-hmm. like, you're like, oh, like almost like the force. You're right. using the force to lift them up. Exactly. Yeah. Like the yeah. Jedi had this like extra yes. abilities. You didn't really see Luke. You use, didn't see it. Yeah. And he was the only Jedi we really got yes. a taste of. So, you know. Yeah, see, you make a great point uh, right there. See, I'm already you're getting to see more of the Jedi because obviously – in the original trilogy, they're gone. There is no Jedi. Obi Wan's retired, hiding. Probably hasn't used his powers in a long time. And then he tries to teach Luke, and mm-hmm. I mean, Luke's just a beginner at this point. So yeah. yeah, you don't get to see these fantastic powers. You don't see what they can do. So yeah, right away you're just like, whoa, right. you know, that's cool. They're actually using <laughs> you know the saber as a as a you know another kind of weapon yeah. besides dueling. And then you're seeing them using their force powers. Very, very, very cool. Badass way, yeah. for sure, for sure. So tell me, what are some of the things that you think of when you think of the original, the, uh, the, the prequel prequels. trilogy, and that you like love about it? Okay, so first off, uh, what I want to go back to real quick before I do talk about that, I want to talk about the insane promotion. I don't know if you remember when George Lucas announced he was busting out with a new movie, episode one, and man, you just saw the whole, you know, <clears throat> Star Wars promotion going crazy. I wasn't around during yeah. those originals. Mm-hmm. So seeing all this, seeing them on chip bags, yeah. soda cans, yes. the commercials were everywhere, especially with Darth Maul, that scene where, you know, he's doing the double lightsaber. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, man, they were just showing like crazy, and you are just getting so pumped up about oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know? I think and they had a Pizza Hut tie. They did. Too, yes, they did. And yeah. it was on the boxes, yeah. and it was like badass. Like, yeah. I was like, so holy shit. First off, that's all I want to go to, that, you know, I got to be a part of that. That yeah. was pretty damn cool. Uh, so I really enjoy that. So me, myself, I actually went to go see that movie three times. Mm-hmm. I saw um, it three times in theaters yes. as well. Yeah. So what I loved and what most people really don't love about in the first one is the obvious, the politics. Right. Now, look, people, George Lucas has to make a story. He already had this whole story in his mind. You got to you got to do this. It has to be done. Mm-hmm. It has to be done in the movies. It has to show where the fuck did Palpatine come from. Right. How was he able to even control it? Now in New Hope, you did you do get a little mention of Grand Moff Tarkin, where he does mm-hmm. tell you uh, the Emperor has vanquished the rest of the Senate, so the last <laughs> remnants of the old Republic are gone. are gone. So even in Episode Four, he's giving you hints that there was a Senate. Yeah. Well, he's got to show that now. He's got to show exactly. how he came about, how he rose up, and how he became. So I think honestly, as much as people hate that, the Simpsons. You know, parody that, you know, where, you know, they said it was that was all it was, was all the action was in the Senate. You know, you have to show it. You have to show how almost this 
he almost uses this <clears throat> antichrist story of you know yeah. how he raises you know he rises through the politics for sure and takes over <clears throat> it, it's almost sure. that way so that right there i was interested i like seeing all that so that was cool to me um another thing was too um you know they introduce all these new characters all these new worlds yeah Naboo, Naboo, you know, Coruscant. Coruscant. We get to see like where the Jedi Temple yeah. is. And, like, uh, what's that planet that uh, that he says that that whole planet is just like a city planet? Is that Coruscant? Yeah, that's Coruscant. Okay, yeah. So see that even that too, like a whole planet is just one big city. I'm yeah. like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned, the Jedi powers, seeing the other Jedi's, that was right. very damn cool. Yeah. The Senate, the Senate, <clears throat> the Jedi Senate, uh, the Council. I'm sorry, the Council. Council. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Man, Kayati Mundi. Yeah. Seeing Mace Windu. You yeah. Know what I mean? and, uh, yeah. Yoda sitting there all together, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and I think that, you know, like, again, re-watching it for me, I got to see, like, a lot of the nods. Like, we see our Tutu is from Naboo. Mm -hmm. That's where he yeah. first appears. Yeah. He's, like, the Or last, how about how about know. 3PO's uh, origin? Right. And they're you meeting. Know, fucking Anakin made him. You know, Darth Vader. He <laughs> yeah. fucking made 3PO. Yeah. Very cool. Like, that, that's very cool. We get to see them meet for the first time, C-3PO and R2-D2. Who I believe start, you know, what I mean, in the yeah. in the other movie, they start yeah. a new hope. You yeah. know, if you're mm -hmm. watching in the mm -hmm. '70s, and then uh, you also see the introduction of Anakin Skywalker meet Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, yep. what I mean, it's like we Ugh. know we Man. know where this is going. The ultimate rivals, exactly. Yeah. And if you're a Star Wars fan, after that original trilogy from the '70s and the mm -hmm. '80s, there was like a long time with no Star Wars, long right? Time. You know, yes. George Lucas re-releases the originals, yeah. and he adds some extra stuff in them, whatever. But people have been hungry for Star Wars all this time in between, and there's all these other stories written, right? Books, comic yeah. books, all yes. kind of things, right? Yes. And we, there's things we've even heard. I know that when we would talk about it as kids, it was almost like we were talking about like an urban myth, an urban legend. We would hear uh, some of your older cousins would tell us like, oh, you never read this. You know what I mean? Like there's mm -hmm. a story, you know, that, you know, Obi-Wan's the one that put Vader in the Yeah, in the he's armor. the one that put him in the suit. And yes. we're like, damn, yeah. we want to, I want to yeah. see that. How the hell does that happen? Yeah. Like, like that was like juicy ass yeah. gossip. You know yes, what I mean? It was. And yeah. that's like, I think as fans, and even if you weren't, you knew that this is the story you're going to get. Now you're getting the story mm -hmm. of the rise of Darth Vader you know, as well as you're also getting at the same time without maybe even knowing it, that you're getting the rise of Emperor Palpatine, exactly. you know, who, who up to this point in any of the original Star Wars movies, there is no mention that his name is Emperor Palpatine. It's no, just the Emperor. The Emperor. There's also no mention of the Sith. Nope. They don't say the nope. word they Sith. They don't say, ever, ever say the word that. Sith. We don't yeah. get any of that. Now, we as Star Wars fans all knew those words mm -hmm. and those names because there had been enough stuff out there, especially with the advent of the internet. There's people that are looking up what mm -hmm. is in these books, mm -hmm. but everything was kind of all over the place. Yeah. So this yeah. is like kind of bringing it back and tying it all together. And it's going to give us a real story here. Mm -hmm. So um, let me ask you about something that, as, as I know that a lot of fans, again, fans, we're going to use the term loosely, hate as they hate in episode one and in episode two, Jar Jar Binks. Yes. A very, very, controversial character a a character that's heard <laughs> yeah a gungan that's is just people i mean the jokes are endless constantly shit on um you know uh played by ahmed best mm -hmm. um I, I guess he did the mocap or uh, and i think he wore the suit in some parts he probably did. Used yeah. the body yeah. yeah but um where do you stand i mean how do you i'm not feel? a fan of his uh, yeah. honestly and i think it made it worse uh like, it's nothing against the actor himself right right he did as good a job as he probably could sure i'm sure he entertained the little fans that were there, yeah. I'm sure that's what they they were going for. Mm -hmm. I, I 
I don't think he really added anything to any of the scenes. Right. I know he was supposed to be that character, but I, yeah. he didn't add anything to it. Yeah. And um, it pisses me off that he's actually the one that gives the Emperor the powers. So, <laughs> yeah. So even more reason to hate the dude. Right. Uh, he's the reason why the Emperor became the Emperor. So. I almost feel like they kind of wrote that into episode two. Like, <laughs> yeah. To all piss the off backlash, people. Well, yeah, but plus all the backlash you got from episode <laughs> yeah. one. You know, again, like I said, I just rewatched it today, the entire thing. And, and I was just like, you know, this character is there. And I know that I don't particularly like gravitate mm-hmm. towards it but i'm not in the mind of like i don't know maybe my seven or six year old self or maybe i would have thought that that was cool maybe. or funny yeah you know what i mean yeah. like look if you look back at the original trilogy r2d2 well three po is yeah. really the comic relief yes, quote yes. Unquote. Yeah. you know what i mean it's like you know and he's bantering with his mm-hmm. robot buddy mm-hmm. r2d2 who we can't understand i mean and of course you've got some moments with chewbacca who we also can't understand but really the comic relief is c3po yeah. i mean it's like without that character getting introduced early on, you kind of need that, you know, level it out or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fan, and I don't know how you feel, Double A. I'm not a fan of everything has to be the Dark Knight. Everything oh, has yeah. to be no. all no. grim and gloom and doom no. and dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just talked last week about how we love the Marvel movies and, and mm-hmm. the brightness of the Superman movies. Exactly. It's like, you know, yeah. that there's room for everything. And I feel mm-hmm. like as it's an older George Lucas. It's an older George Lucas yeah. with kids. Yeah. And he says, yeah, hey, he you made know, that character. Yeah, yeah. I want to see. Mm-hmm. Look at Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy went on to do movies like Pluto and Ash. Do it, Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I have kids now, and I yeah. want kids' movies yeah. that mm-hmm. my kids will see. And maybe George Lucas on the same thing. It's like, yeah, everything sure. can't be, sure. it's not going to be a three hour lightsaber battle. You know what I mean? I think what it is, Sam, is though, you mentioned 3PO and R2. You know, they still added something, though, to the story. Right. They were still important yes. factors into the story. You've got where, R2 carrying messages and 3PO, yeah. uh, yes. you know, being 3PO and yeah. kind of having to interpret stuff. But, he's, you know, he's helping fix the Millennium Falcon, too, in Empire. Mm-hmm. Where Jar Jar, you really just don't get any of that. Right. He, he, I mean, he screws up those situations. It's like. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, I think that's where people kind of get pissed at. I mean, that's how I do it. Well, I talked to my sister about it with my sister today, and because she did a rewatch not that long ago, and I said, hey, well, what do you kind of – I wanted to get – I didn't tell her what our episode was going to be about, but I kind of wanted okay. to get her feel for it. And she said, well – and this is her, her – you know, she's a very – casual movie goer mm-hmm. so it's not sure. there, there's no comic book reading or sure. playing of the games but she just said she goes well he did help them get the gungan army to help because okay. padme was out they were out matched okay because they had nobody but then you look at the next scene where he fucking quits you know <laughs> right so, yeah right there not, you're just like <laughs> yeah okay not, not a very redeeming yeah so that character. gungan army didn't do shit because i mean obviously it was uh, anakin that blew right. up the spaceship and yeah the droids died right there so it wasn't even the gungan army that helped so you, you bring me to another great point. Another kind of, I guess you could say, polarizing character is the Jake Lloyd played Anakin. Which I don't understand any of that, honestly. Yeah. I, what You can't really expect him to do much. He's ex- doing exactly what he needs to do. He's a slave child. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck did they people want him? A wheel of lightsaber already? I mean, right. uh, I thought he did a great job for what he did. Yeah, I mean, have a less cocky attitude or whatever you want to call I mean, it. You got to show Anakin's story. You right. got to show where this guy came from, and it almost makes you even sympathize a little bit. That damn, he was a fucking slave as a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, one of the things my sister said is she got, she said that was again kind of cool to refer to what she was saying is that she said. Well, how would a little kid act in a starship? Exactly. He'd be like pulling the levers and like wanting yeah. to he knew he knew more or less what he was doing. Yeah. So obviously he's good at that. And maybe not even knowing that the force is maybe helping him too at the same time. Right. Because right. obviously he was able to get through that that trade federation ship yeah. when supposedly they had the force fields up. Right. You know, so I'm guessing his force powers probably somehow 
was able to let him get into that Transfederation yeah. uh, ship and blow it up. And he could, uh, you know, he was a good pilot. That was yeah. part of the story. Uh, again, in New Hope, Obi-Wan goes to say that he was the best starfighter in the galaxy. Right. You and know, we kind of see pilot. that, too, in, in, in yeah. New Hope when he's later on. Yes. Him and Luke are yes. going down the shaft. I mean, it's like, this is like, this is like, you got to connect the dots, people. Like, this is what you're, you're yeah. getting that story. Yeah. Um, one of the things I thought that was, um, what's cool about that is that when you're talking about, you know, uh, we talked last week about the seventies and mm -hmm. we didn't get to talk about this movie, but you know, you, you brought it up in uh, our social media during this week was American graffiti. Oh yeah. George yes. Lucas uh, yeah. movie. Uh, I don't know why I didn't make the connection, but he loves racing and he does mm -hmm. a race, a star pod race. Case pod, racing. Pod, uh, yeah. Pod, uh, pod oh, racing. Yeah. 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 Pod racing. The yeah. pod racing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, that was, that was like, hey, that's kind of his own little nod to that. Like, how would it? How would a race be a and drag that, race? Even people space? shit on that part too. Hey, right. I thought it was cool. I thought it was action packed. Uh, yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, again, I have no problem with Jake Lloyd, and it sucks because it was this backlash that I, from what I read, made him kind of quit acting. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, and tough, no fault man. of his. It was really no fault of his at all. Yeah, um, it's very tough. I mean, but again, I don't want us to get too bogged down on no. what everyone says they hate. Tell me some of the other things that okay, you like. Okay, so I loved uh, the Emperor storyline. I mm -hmm. thought not too many people talk about this. I love the Emperor storyline. I love how they show him as he's, you know, they should portray him as this sympathetic senator <laughs> that he he's telling Queen Amandala, if you like me, Chancellor, we're going to get our shit done. Yeah. All your things that you want to do, I'm going to get them done for you. Right. So basically he lies. He's already manipulating the Senate. <laughs> He's saying lies about uh, Chancellor Valor. Uh -huh. You know, obviously. You know, uh, but I love how they show him there. Obviously, at the end of episode one, he becomes Chancellor. Right. Episode two, you know, he he's getting more power. Uh, yeah. He's got emergency war powers now. Mm -hmm. He's gonna stay on. Um, I mean, it shows. It does a really good job of how somehow under. The Jedi, he never gets noticed. Yeah, right under their noses. Somehow, throughout all these decades, he's been able to acquire all this power and hide himself. At the end, when they're burning Qui-Gon's body, he's surrounded by the most powerful Jedi at this time. Mm -hmm. And none of them can detect him. They can't That he's up. the fucking Sith Lord. Yeah. He's right there in their midst. Yeah. And they can't detect him. You know, as I'm re-watching it today, right, episode one, I'm seeing... Mm -hmm. I'm seeing, I know a lot of people complain like, like what, like Federation blockade, like what mm -hmm. the hell was going on and this and that. Even if you read the scroll, you're kind of like, what? Like a little bit, but I'm just like, in my mind and all the times I've seen it, in my mind, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I'm waiting to get to like, you know, Darth Maul fighting, Quite God, Obi -Wan. Yeah. I'm waiting for these big moments, right? And the music yeah. to be like, but, but when I was watching it again, I'm thinking about it and thinking about that Palpatine story. Mm -hmm. So me, I, I did not, I, cause he is to me, uh, the fucking worst bad guy and i'm just like like i just like so i hate him so i there was never any part of me that was like i like him i was like when i first saw him in episode one i was like oh there he is fucking mm -hmm. emperor man he's gonna end up being the damn emperor like, i'm i'm cannot wait to see your ass get thrown into a chef by Darth Vader. <laughs> you know what i mean um and now much later on what happens with with ray obviously but um <laughs> but uh i'm seeing it and i'm saying man you know that whole blockade he's manipulating as darth sidious it's only intended to put pressure on on amidala mm. so that she can make her move to fucking call out you know mm. terrence stamp you know yeah. chancellor valora yeah. general zod <laughs> he's manipulating yeah. the whole thing and like i said at the same time too he's probably thinking okay i need to get rid of the trade federation because mm. they could be a problem right so how do i do this 
Well, let's build a droid army. Let's manipulate the Senate to give me powers. Mm -hmm. Let's the Jedi, you know, get involved and lead the clone army. He's manipulating all these things behind the curtain. Yeah. He's getting rid of all his enemies in one fell swoop. It's big time chess. Yes. Not and by the episode three, the Jedi Order is probably weakened beyond reason. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Trade Federation's gone. They're pretty much gone. Yeah. He, he, you see him where he sends Anakin to finish off the last two assholes. Yeah. You know, the droid army, yeah, okay. So they're, they're done. Whatever. You know, he just does, a, they show a masterful job on how. The Emperor rises to power. How somehow his Sith was able to evolve where the Jedi remained complacent. Mm -hmm. And he rose to power right under their noses. Yeah, I thought it was a fantastic story. I thought they showed what a great evil he is. There is no redeeming qualities about this no. character. No. None whatsoever. He, he, every single interaction you see, he's manipulating. He's moving a chess piece to get something he yes. wants. Even when it comes to, you know, in the beginning of episode two, it, it's, you know, Anakin's watching after mm -hmm. after Padme. Mm -hmm. He wants this because yes. he knows that those feelings are there that Anakin yes. already has. He's going to use that to his advantage. Yes. He's going to play this guy hard fucking yes. core, and he's going to get him to where at a point where he can say, you know what? Fuck the Jedi. Mm -hmm. You, you Don't you love this chick? Don't yeah. you want to be with her? Yeah. Will, will they tell you you can't? I'm going to tell you you can. Mm -hmm. But he's got to get all the pieces into play to turn this guy against yeah. his beliefs. And, and see, that's the thing, too. So, like, my always belief is that Darth Maul was used to just make his first chess move. That was his attack piece. Right. To show that, hey, we're back. Yeah. Okay? Dooku was his guy that Again, was probably like Qui-Gon, like Anakin, that already had doubts about the Jedi Order, mm -hmm. already had doubts about everything they believe in. Mm -hmm. That's why he had left. And somehow he comes into contact with, with uh, Dooku, convinces him, hey, man, you know what? He probably like didn't me. take much convincing. Yeah, you know? be like me, man. Let's let's get rid of this whole order. Let's rewrite this universe. Obviously, he probably didn't tell him that you know he was going to put everyone to subjugate subjugation. You know, but <laughs> you know, but Dooku was the perfect guy, and he's another character CM that does get a lot of hate. The Count Dooku character, yeah. Lord Dark Tyrannus. Yeah, uh, I think he's actually perfect. Uh, he's the exactly the guy the Emperor needs at this moment. Mm -hmm. He is a very experienced Jedi. He knows how to lead armies. He's very aristocratic, so he yeah. has a lot of money behind him as well. Yeah. Um, he knows how to coordinate the attacks. He was a perfect guy for Emperor at that point. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's very powerful. Very he, powerful. he took on Obi Wan and Anakin, you know, by himself. Yeah, and and bested them. I remember watching it. I remember kind of first thing. So I I always loved Darth Maul. I loved okay. how visually he looked, the oh, yeah. tattooed face. Oh, yeah. When you read a little bit of the backstory, all the hate, do. all the yeah, anger. That, He's another character that no redeeming qualities. Yeah, you know, Kat, if you play the original, I think Phantom Menace game mm -hmm. on, I think it's PlayStation One is probably okay. what it came out on. There's a really cool part within the game when you're playing along where you hear there's like an additional Darth Maul dialogue, oh. and he says some other stuff. Um, I can't quote it right now, but you could look it up on YouTube probably and hear what it is, and it's like, wow, it's cool. Like it's more like Ray Park voice stuff, but they didn't use it in the movie, but it's used in the game, and it's very, very uh, powerful stuff. More hate towards the Jedi, you know. Um, but of course, you get a great looking character like that or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then for me to kind of see like, okay, who's up next? And it's like, you know, you see Christopher Lee, who I love, by the way, love Christopher Lee. He did a fantastic job in that role. But I was like, this is who they're going to fight at the end. Like, I'm like, man, I want like another badass looking guy, but you know, but again, he needed that guy that could lead. Right. Where Maul probably wouldn't be able to do that. But man, 
Okay, so going back to episode one, and you mentioned Darth Maul. My goodness, that lightsaber fight. Uh-huh. Greatest thing I had ever seen. That's probably yeah. why the main reason, amongst other reasons, the other reason why <laughs> I saw it three, three times. times. I am 100% Oh, my goodness. With you. First off, the music. Oh, yeah. Okay, that person, the door is open. Mm-hmm. He's taking off his cloak. Qui-Gon, you know, played by Liam Neeson, he's like, we'll handle this. Yeah. All three of them take off their cloaks. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's going to be a two-on-one? we never seen Whoa. that before. And then we he puts out his fucking double lightsaber. Oh, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. And then right off the bat, man, he just goes on the attack, and he starts maneuvering like I've never seen before. Yeah. Obi-Wan hops around him, mm-hmm. thinking they can take him like that. Uh, he's like, room, 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 yeah. taking both of them, flipping uh, doing all this shit, using the force during the fight. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, moving stuff, I pushing Obi Wan. Uh, it's all the powers. Oh man. my goodness, he it is... blew me away. To this day, it's an underrated lightsaber fight. I still think it's a top three lightsaber fight. Yeah, the music intensifies it. The anger that's in Darth Maul, mm-hmm. you can see it in every face. Which great on Ray Park, the anger in his oh, face. Yeah, man, you know, and then that little part that we get with him and Obi Wan after he kills Qui Gon. You can tell Obi-Wan is pissed, oh, yeah. and man, they go at it pretty good for yeah. a little bit until, uh, what, Darth Maul's pride gets the better of him? Yeah. He, or well, Obi-Wan. He's pretty much toying with them, and he's pretty much yeah. letting some of that hate out. He's going to torture this Jedi now that's pretty much on the verge <laughs> of his death. But again, don't give a Jedi any space, especially Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh-huh. Um, you know, this trilogy, Double uh, A, the prequels, is where I really fall in love with Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh. He becomes one of my favorite characters, yeah. easily top five of my favorite Star Wars characters, if not top three. Um, I'm in love with him at that. You know what I mean? That lightsaber battle, I, I want to hear your other two, your other tops, mm-hmm. but that one to me might be number one. And it was for like a very long time. Yes. It wasn't. Uh, <clears throat> I just was like, I could watch it again and again mm-hmm. without, you know what I mean? Cut out the star battle. I think somebody has a super cut of that. Yeah, you yeah, see, there is. Yes. Watch it yeah. without the star battle. Mm-hmm. And it's even more fucking great yeah. um because yeah because it's in parts it's like you're seeing like a qui-gon matching the ferocity mm-hmm. of maul but like still kind of like not at that level and then you see you know qui-gon's death and then obi-wan go into this another level where you're like shit he's like he mm-hmm. might be borderline dark side in it right now because he yeah. just is attacking yeah. now with anger There's hate anger but yeah. he's also fighting better now He's like, he's blocking, he's fucking, you know, moving around better. He's flipping. Like, you're just like, oh shit. Like Obi-Wan's like in a different zone at that point. And you're just like, this is awesome lightsaber dueling. Um, On that note, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back to talk more of the prequels, Star Wars, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us a little bit longer. And we're going to talk some more of the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. We were just talking about Obi-Wan. And again, my love for him comes out of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, w? How oh, do you feel so about Obi-Wan? These prequels, he became my top favorite Star Wars character. Nice. Okay, because the dude just showed what a badass he was. 
So in episode one, wait, hold on, let's back up. Top out of all Star yes. Wars movies, yes, Obi-Wan that's how is your number one guy. That's how good you and McGregor did it, yeah. and I'm going to give you some reasons why. Okay, he's so fantastic. episode one, he's just already a badass Padawan. Mm-hmm. First off, he's already handling his shit. <laughs> you know, it's almost like seeing two masters already. Yeah, you know, uh, him and Qui Gon are so in sync with each other; they know what to do. He he's great. So episode one, he gets rid of Dark Maul, right? As we think, mm-hmm. right? He's like, shit, he killed Dark Maul. Like, yeah. Fuck. In, in, you know? in a very epic fashion, he yes. cuts the fucking guy yes. in half. <laughs> and so it's obviously years later, past in episode two, where he's probably gaining more and more trust from the Jedi Council. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to send him like on these kind of like detective kind of missions, right. you know, like find out about these clone troopers. How come we never heard of them? Yeah. And, you know, and meet this, this, you know, prototype or meet, you know, the Django. Right, you know the the badass bounty hunter. Well, he, I like how he, he asks once he gets to Camino, and and he's he's sitting there. You know, again, this is fresh in my mind because I just saw it today. But uh, you're right; they're kind of telling him stuff like, "Oh, yeah, we expected you." And he's like, "I was expected." And he's like, "Okay, let me play along with this." <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, "They're like, yeah, you're here for the army, right?" The he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah of course yeah, I am, yeah." yeah. And yeah. then they tell him like, "Oh, that we cloned him off this bounty hunter." Then mm-hmm. he's like. Oh, I'd love to meet this guy. Yes. Like he's like, I'm trying to get yeah. more shit out of this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we just so, had this attacks on the yeah. the senator, and we want to know a little bit more. You know? Yeah. So I mean, great stuff that the you know even showing that you know with the Jedi Order, they're sending him to go encounter this bounty hunter that's well known mm-hmm. throughout the galaxy as probably the best bounty hunter at this time. Right. Um, he, obviously, he probably already saw him. You know, when he tried killing Amidala. Yeah. You know, so he. He kind of he knows who Jango is. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. And then they have that intense fight. You know, yes. uh, yeah. very intense. And Jango puts up a good fight, but obviously Obi Wan, he's a Jedi. I'm we sorry. also get in our introduction to uh, Boba Fett, our, our Daniel Boba Logan. Fett. Yeah, Daniel Logan. Yes, where even he's looking at Obi Wan with fucking laser eyes. You yes, know, like, very like very sneering at him. Yes. Very like a very looks like a very the mind the gears are turning yes. in this kid's mind already. You know. Yeah. And when they are like you said, they're dueling out there on the outside. He gets into slave one and turns the guns on him. Yeah. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, but as you were about to say, oh, he's a Jedi. Then, you, know, and, you know, all this investigation leads to Dooku, you mm-hmm. know, and he has that encounter too. Uh-huh. And, and then, you know, episode three, he's a, you know, general, the Clone Wars, takes out Grievous. Battle hardened already. Yeah. He yeah. takes out Grievous. He takes out his old Padawan, now Darth Vader. So this guy, yeah. man, he kicks monster ass in episode, you know, one through three. He gets rid of Maul. He gets rid of Grievous. He gets rid of Anakin. I mean, he defeats these guys. The only one he doesn't defeat is Dooku. Yeah, uh, but, that, man, yeah. I mean, golly, if you want to say there's one Jedi that really kicked ass, it was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, and he um, has to carry it. He also, we know, goes on to – he pretty much is the caretaker of Luke yeah. throughout this time, living yes. as a hermit on Tatooine. Who knows what else he's enduring, you know what I mean? Yes, I mean, uh, from Jedi Padawan to Jedi Master to General in the Clone Wars to kicking Sith ass everywhere, uh, he became my top favorite character. Awesome, man. And I'm really really hoping for the series to come out. So that's where I stand on Obi-Wan. Yeah. Uh, He, out of the whole prequel series, he was my favorite character. So, well, even it went from prequels to just the whole Star Wars universe he became my favorite because of you and mcgregor we got to do a whole separate show just about who yeah. our star wars oh my goodness favorites yeah. are maybe, maybe our star wars mount rushmore of characters yeah. um you know for me it's it's i've loved darth vader so it's, it's always number one um but you know again that character encompasses such mm-hmm. a, a big span from from obviously young you know anakin to 
eventual mm-hmm. Vader, who again, you know, I love a story of redemption is kind of my recurring yeah. theme redeems himself in that moment in return of the jedi and i just uh i just i love with that that about that character but um okay so let's move a little bit further into the prequels um what are some other uh things that you take away from maybe episode two episode three that really stick out to you things that you uh you know you feel maybe got flack but you feel that were good because i know that i was thinking about in episode two you know once like i said just you know how Palpatine is, you know, manipulating, mm-hmm. you know, even little things like, like, you know, no, he doesn't make Anakin fall in love with Padme no. or with Amidala, no. but he knows that she loves her. Mm-hmm. He, he knows that he has feelings for her. He can sense that he has feelings for her and mm-hmm. he's going to use that to his advantage. You know what I mean? It's like they get this time alone on Naboo. I mean, you know, Anakin goes for it or whatever. He's kind of ignoring, you know what I mean? What he's supposed to be yeah, doing. what he's and, supposed to be doing. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and you know, I don't know what people think about that. I know people say Hayden Christensen's performance was was shitty, and that he was wooden. mannequin Skywalker wooden. wooden. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I mean, too. you know, um, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah clerks too. <laughs> Your toy boy Luke is a mannequin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, I, I I'm rewatching it today. That again, I only got through about halfway, and I'll need to rewatch the other one, uh, episode three. I think he's doing okay. He's supposed to be this conflicted guy with feelings that like, you know, he's kind of going for it, but he shouldn't be. And he's just, he makes a couple of jokes with her. And it's like, how do you be? She's a Senator. And you know, you've, you've, it's like a, like a little boy crush. Mm -hmm. And now you're like, well, now I'm a man, you know what I mean? And like, you know, some of the things you say come off kind of whiny, you know what I mean? And yeah, I I think maybe he could have made better choices with how he said them. But then maybe it was supposed to sound that way. You know, Star Wars has a trend. It's like of like you kind of don't really care for the person at first. You know what I mean? And then they mm-hmm. they evolve a little bit and you're like maybe starting to like them a little bit better. And then then there's a, a there's a full fledged, you know, right. evolution. And then you're like, OK, now I like the character almost, you know, like like I said, you know, no one likes farm boy Luke. In A New Hope, <laughs> you don't really like Luke until Return of the Jedi, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and in episode in uh, Empire Strikes Back, you like Luke more, and it's cool, whatever, but, you know, you're kind of like, bitch, listen to Yoda. Like, you should be listening. Like, you're not paying attention. Yeah, so that's what I kind of wanted to tell you. So, um, <clears throat> like how you said, he comes off whiny. Um, yeah. How is it that people get pissed off with that, but it's like you said with Empire, with Mark Hamill, because mm-hmm. he kind of comes across the same way. I agree. In the training with Yoda. I, I agree. Not even that. But so why why I, the shit on Hayden and not the shit on Mark Hamill? I almost feel that like sometimes, though, AA people will shit on something because they can now. You yeah, because, I mean? I mean, again, there's a lot of parts where I'm like, I get annoyed with the Luke parts. Uh, yeah. In the Empire. Yeah, I mean, I mainly more annoyed with him in New Hope, but um, yeah, I mean, there are parts, you know, especially the parts with Yoda where he's like kind of snarky and all yeah, that. I'm he's like, like, oh, you want the impossible, and then he yeah. fucking sits down and slouches. I'm like, man, stop being a bitch. I know, I'm like, you know? you're here with the great master. Yeah, like and... Obi Wan is vouching for you, saying <laughs> that you're gonna be our fucking guy, and then you're over there saying, oh, I can't raise the airplanes, so I'm gonna get pissed and slouch down. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah, and Come I'm watching. Now. I'm watching episode two, and I see Anakin. He tells Padme pretty much he's having a great time yeah. here. He's with this yeah. chick. She's super hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's thinking about his mom, and he's like, "Man, like you know what? I gotta go. I know my duty is to protect you, but mm-hmm. I gotta go." Pretty much, she was safe there in the countryside. He could have left her. She says, "I'm gonna go with yeah. you." Okay. He doesn't give her some speech like, "Hey, stay here, whatever." Mm-hmm. Takes her with him. They go right. She's there. He goes. 
he pretty much tells off the, the stepdad. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to leave my mom. Yeah. Which I was like, some people could have said that was bitchy, but I'm like, fuck that. That's what, that's, yeah. if you had his power and this is some moisture you're farmer, able to do it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, what do you think I'm going to go do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go do this. And he does it. Yeah. And he does probably what 90% of people would have done. Mm -hmm. He fucking kills yeah. them all. And he knows he's not supposed to, but he's not happy. And in that moment, he's holding her. That's a touching moment when she dies. He's, the guy's got a tear in his eye. I don't know if that's acting or that's they they put that in there, but it's still a touching moment. I feel like I'm I, like honestly, see him and, I, and no blame should really go to him. Uh, this <laughs> is what I always say: George Lucas, he's fucking great. He's great at coming up with a story. Mm -hmm. but I think he's a horrible writer. Yeah, and that dialogue is written by him, yeah. and it's just it's really hard to. Try to say these words in the way he wants to. I mean, it's. I mean, Harrison Ford has gone regular saying how a lot of that script is garbage, just straight yeah. garbage. I yeah. mean, it was. Wanted, Harrison Ford did a lot of improvisation on yeah. those movies. You know, I, I want maybe he's just bad at writing dialogue because obviously I the think Star so. Wars story yes. is his no, like I said, great. Well. He comes up with the Indiana Jones stories; those yeah. are all his. Yeah, all his stories. It's just I don't know. I, I don't. Dialogue. Man, dialogue. dialogue. Can be, I, I get that dialogue He's can no be tricky. Tarantino. No, uh, gosh, no. Godly. I mean, and I hate saying that. Yeah. Uh, we love Lucas. Yeah. He brought us a whole new universe. But golly, I mean, you got to put where your strengths are and For where sure. you're not. For um, sure. That's when you call in. You call in a guy. That yeah, you like know. he did with the original trilogy. Yeah. And I think that's really what hurt hating Christensen. Yeah. It, even Natalie Portman. Um, comes off the same way and, and we, we know, know she's a fantastic yeah, we know what a great yeah. the professional i mean she was oh. a little girl she does a better job in that one yeah than she does but it's the dialogue i don't know maybe lucas forced them to and do I, that. I don't know um, maybe sometimes you don't do enough takes or or maybe. if you and again maybe it's not even that he's a bad writer maybe he's a he's a bad director you know what i mean like because i feel like your director is who pulls the performance out of yeah because it's funny because his best the best star wars movies are not the ones he directed yeah. uh in terms of fan votes yeah you know, so I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, w I would agree with that because you need a guy that's going to go in there. And if you're doing a scene and it's supposed to be, hey, you're holding your mom. She just got attacked by these sand people or whatever. Or or you're upset because mm -hmm. you're your your master that you look up to as a friend and a mentor. And he even tells Anakin tells Obi-Wan, you're the closest thing I have to a dad. He says that to yeah. him, you know, what yeah. I mean? like to, to a father. <laughs> I mean, it's like shit. You know what I mean, but yet here he's like, again. I guess an angsty teen too. So sometimes angsty teens sound kind of bitchy. I saw Hayden Christensen mm -hmm. in Life as a House. He's fucking excellent, yeah. which I think is the movie they said Lucas saw that he liked him in and wanted you know him to do it. Yeah. So the guy can act. You know what I mean? He's got chops. It's just, again, I don't feel as though maybe Lucas is just like, oh, that take was fine. And maybe everyone is sitting around. You know what? You need a good, yeah. you need a good, uh, 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 what is it called? The DP or DA, the, the assistant <laughs> yeah. director, yes. that's going to say, you know what? Let's yeah. just do Let's one do more. One. Let's do yeah. another one or two more. Yes. Or whatever. We, I think he can do a little bit better. You know what I mean? But if he's like, hey, it's fine. We're calling it a because day. Because you yeah. see, what I love, I love him actually in episode three. And I yeah. love the way he's kind of like more obedient yeah. to Obi Wan. Um, he doesn't really sound come off as bitchy. Mm -hmm. Uh, he looks great. I love his look. Uh, yeah, the hair and everything. Yeah, and like I said, he's fledged, like fledged out. Yeah, he's yeah. like yes, master. You know, like whatever you say. You know, like he. I was like, oh, okay, this is Danny and I imagine. You know, so I liked him in episode three. Again, some just some of the dialogue that just sounds bad. You know, yeah, like when like him and Obi Wan are dueling already, and he's like. You know, Palpatine has, you know, twisting your mind or whatever. He's like, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. I'm like, golly, I hate that line so much. You know, it just sounds stupid. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. I'm like, oh, God. 
I can hate nothing. I love his faces, though. Yeah. I love his look. Yeah. Whenever they came out with the new Anakin figure, I brought it. Yeah. You know, I bought it. Um, I mean, I, I thought he looked great. Just, what about when he goes in with the younglings? Oh, no words. Terrible. So that's kind of where it made me hate him. I know yeah. where Lucas is going for that. Like, it's like, come on, dude. There's other Jedi's you can fuck with. You know, <laughs> you're going to go straight for the younglings? I'll leave that to the stormtroopers. You know, like, ah, oh, leave. And like, they might have got overrun by those younglings. Like, hey, go, go fucking after Obi Wan. That's so, you know. <laughs> hey, man, but in that moment, it's like, it's intense and he does yeah. a great job. I mean, yeah. I think so. No, like I said, uh, great faces. I love the way he mm -hmm. looks. I love when he's marching on the temple. Oh, man, oh, man. man. What a great scene, and what a horrifying scene at the same time. Yeah. He's marching on the place where he studied, where he's trained, where he's had listened to masters, and now he's going with this clone army, these mm -hmm. deadly stormtroopers, before they became awful, mm -hmm. these deadly stormtroopers, and he's marching on the temple. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, it's horrible. It's a horrible scene. There's those powerful. Big, those big moments. Yeah. In that, um, yeah. Like, another scene I love, too, is, like, when he's debating – like right when Mace is about to go arrest oh, uh, man, the Chancellor, the Emperor, and they show a scene where he's very conflicted, and they show Natalie Portman too, and you know he's just he's crying and he's because he knows what he has to do. It's like golly, it's like in order to save the woman I love, I I have to betray the Jedi Order and, yeah. and save the the Emperor who yeah. tells me that he can save her. You know. Yeah. That's um, just uh, horrible, horrible stuff, and it's stuff in real life that yeah. because you know it's like okay, what he what he did was bad. He married, obviously, it's against the Jedi right. order, mm -hmm. but it's kind of like it's one of those things in real life situation where you have to talk to someone. Obviously, Yoda knew the pain he was going through, but he didn't know exactly. Maybe if Anakin would have went up to him and be like, "Master Yoda, you know, I'm I'm married. I you know I have this horrible vision of her dying. Yeah, could you help me? Maybe that could have changed. Maybe Yoda could have." Helped him, you know. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it turns out the twist. It turns out was that he was the reason why she dies. You know the yeah. horrible twist at the end. You know, and he yeah. inferred you. And, you know, oh yeah, that's why he's fucking smiling. And he oh, even yeah. even at the end, where he's like, uh, "In your anger, you killed her." Yeah, you know, it's like, at that moment, you get my most hated <laughs> line in all of Star Wars. But I'm just like, you can just leave it out. You don't oh. need him to scream no. no. And I'm just like, what a waste of James Earl Jones. What? Just the moment is so much more powerful without it. You just can have him. He's crushing everything already. You could have even just had him. But Sam, don't you think, I mean, it fits, I guess, the hating Christian Darth Vader. Don't you think it fits that? In a way, in a weird way, I don't know. I mean, because it still sounds like Hayden Christian. It sounds like something like he would do. <laughs> honestly, you know, I don't like the line either, but it sounds like something that's Hayden Christian, Darth Vader. <laughs> I can remember just being like, like I felt taken out of the movie when I first saw it. And I was like, "Where did that just happen? Like, where's that coming from?" Like, I was like, but, this "Yeah, is you're not right." The no that comes back in Return of the Jedi. You're like, "No, uh, don't say that fucking line." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you, it's like they could have. If they can do another cut and cut that out, <laughs> cut that out. You know, that's it's so funny to me to hear your line that you don't like because I was like that line never really bothered me. But um, <laughs> yeah. and you know it's just crazy, right? Because we're talking about the same guy writing and directing yes. and writing the same dialogue, but the other characters don't get this. I don't hear anybody saying anything about Obi Wan's dialogue. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine, and it's delivered fine. It's delivered perfectly. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yes. I love yeah. Liam McGregor as Obi Wan. I cannot also wait. I really hope that show comes about. Me too. Um, 
but yeah, it's just like you just hear these certain things or whatever. I mean, obviously, you know, I notice um, Natalie Portman's kind of wooden performance at times too. You know, I mean, I just figure, it does. You know, I just I don't know if I feel like well, she's supposed to be this like you know regal person or whatever. And I don't know uh, because you know. I think Ian McDermott does a much better job at that. Mm-hmm. Um, he oh, looks yeah, yeah. regal. He yeah. comes off as it. He well, walks what about like him? A, His performance never gets knocked. Ian McDermott is fucking. You know, what? He, he did kind of in episode three just for some of the lines he. You think he, he kind does. of phoned it in a little bit? <laughs> no, no, not phoned it in, but like people always made fun of his faces and. Um, oh well. You know that part when the mace is about to arrest him. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and the Yoda parts. Um, hey, well, he's kind of trying to get him in that moment. But, he, I, feel but like, I was kind know. of laughing because he took shit for that in episode three. Wow, I had. I don't yeah, think I yeah, knew he, about did, that, he did. He did. There, there's like a whole thing. In, I mean, of course, in those moments, too, that's like when I hate him the most, which, again, is testament to these characters, right? Like I said, I'm not a big Dooku fan or whatever, but testament is probably because I disliked it so so much. He was great at making me dislike him, and the Emperor is excellent at making me dislike him, where I'm like, "Ah, I just fucking hate you. Yeah, but again, like I said, for the Dooku character, I think you just have to look at it like I do. Like, he was just the perfect guy that was fed up with the Jedi Order. He needed that experienced guy just to get him to the next point. Yeah, no, that's for sure. it. He was never going to be a long term. Oh yeah, side no. dude. You know, never. I can imagine, and and maybe there is probably some Star Wars book out there, something like that, some uh, piece of material I haven't read. That's probably non canon now. <laughs> yeah, maybe might be non canon now. But if if there's something that that is probably there, I can almost imagine Dooku being the kind of guy that's probably like, yeah, I'm using this guy too. Mm-hmm. And once we get to the right point, I'm going to mm-hmm. take this guy out probably. because I know what he's up probably. to. And, and the same way that had Dooku have carried on. Um, the emperor would have probably been like, "Oh, as soon as we get wherever, I'm taking you out or whatever," because it's almost like again, two really clever, really you know, uh, powerful guys yeah, that are just yeah. like, "We're yeah, I know you're using me, but I'm using you too," because yeah. I I I agree with you on this one topic, but you know, it's almost like teaming up against a common enemy. But once that enemy is eliminated, now They're it's just go. me versus you. You know? Okay, Sam. So I want to ask you about something that's kind of another controversial part that's been debated since the fucking movie came out in episode three. Mm-hmm. The Mace Windu Emperor Palpatine fight. Okay. Now I had a somewhat of a Twitter conversation with this. Somebody was like, like put up the scene with them two in episode two, Mace and Dooku. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, oh man, I would love to have seen um, Mace and Dooku go at it. Mm-hmm. Right. I would thought that would have been a heavyweight fight for episode oh, two. Definitely. Somebody put, yeah, but he would have been a match because Mace did beat Emperor Palpatine, so he wouldn't have been a match for Mace uh, for yeah, he wouldn't have been a match for Mace Windu. Now, the scene I'm talking about is when Mace and Emperor are dueling, mm-hmm. and there's that scene where he has him on the ground, mm-hmm. and everyone says that, there, that's it. Mace beat him. Mace is more powerful. He outdueled the Emperor. Mm-hmm. People have debated whether the Emperor was faking it, or was Mace, did Mace really get him? Yeah. Like, does he know Anakin's on the way? Which that, that I really think is... he does, honestly. That's okay. always been my thing. I think the Emperor was playing him. Obviously, you see later in the movie, him and Yoda are dueling. He's matching Yoda. He's actually overpowering Yoda uh, in the lightsaber. I think he already felt Anakin coming because at the same time, those two scenes, it's supposed to be like where they're colliding. Mm -hmm. Right when Mace is about to do it, that's when Anakin comes. And then that's when Emperor starts his bullshit all over here. Look, you see? The Jedi Order. I told you they were planning on taking over. And here he is. You know? And, And Mace is like, you know, obviously he doesn't like Anakin. We can get that part. Mace does at, not like Anakin. At this point, I yes. would say at this point. He was point, like, I don't trust him. You know, all those yeah. fucking comments he makes. So, I mean. But he also does tell him, 
if what you say turns to be true, you'll have regained our trust. But still, even then, like, regain our trust? Like, really, well, motherfucker? You know, I mean... You know, you've been sending me and Obi-Wan <laughs> on all these fucking missions. I'm sacrificing myself. You're here in this council. Yeah. Sitting nice and pretty. Yeah. And you're this still... This is your battle heart I still in general, have to Anakin. fucking prove, yeah. you know? So, my thing is, I think the Emperor faked it. Um, I think he knew Anakin was coming. That was the moment. Maybe he foresaw it, because obviously the Emperor could see the future, too. Mm. Um, I think he saw it, and I think after Anakin cuts off Mace's arm, that's when you see the Emperor just unload with his the, that electricity where it, it goes full into your body, uh, where you actually see Mace's skull. Yeah. Uh, before he was holding back, obviously he just did that because obviously he's like later in the movie he's like, look what they've done to me, look at my scars at the Jedi, what they've done for me. You know, I, I think that was all planned out. I don't think Mace beat him. Uh, I'm not saying Mace is a pussy or, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure he's right up there. He's probably the second. I, I don't really know anyone else besides the Emperor that could probably beat Mace and maybe Yoda. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know anyone else that could probably outduel Mace Windu. It's just yeah. I think he was faking it. I think I don't think Mace beat him. Um, I think I may have had this conversation. Not uh, Yes, you have. With, I, I think you have. Yeah. And I think that I think, you know, where I'm going to go is I think that. Because, see, my perception is is that they, they're they not seeing the future per se. Yeah. It's more like they're getting, like, visions, mm -hmm. like, clips. Yeah. It's, and nothing is certain, right? Because, no. you know, obviously he didn't see his ass getting thrown off of a fucking thing by Darth no. Vader or no. whatever no. later no. on. No. You know what I mean? So, and, 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 yes, he's been a master tactician and a master strategist mm -hmm. up till this point. But to me, it felt a little far-fetched that he foresaw that Anakin's going to come in at that moment. And it's like... You well, know, see, you, and I'm only sad because uh, you go back to Return of the Jedi, mm -hmm. and where he tells Vader that you know once Luke comes to you, you bring him here to me, and Vader's like, he's gonna come to me. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, yeah, foreseen it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and it was like, oh shit. So yeah, again, yeah, he can't see all the future. Obviously, he would have seen that Vader. Oh shit, this asshole is gonna kill me. You know, <laughs> right? Uh, because I think that if you if you well for me if you write it that way, you write it where he's got it. That it's almost like now, well. You know, how are you just not even that many more steps ahead of them to just, you know. And see, that's the thing. He's just so far ahead of them. And like I said, he's already, Lucas already has all these parts to lay down. Yeah. When Anakin, again, when Anakin, look, see, I told you the Jedi were going to come and get me. And then again in the center, look at what they've done to me. The Jedis are bad guys. We have to yeah. fucking wipe them out. I think that was part of all his plan. I think that. Because how did he go like that and then yeah. supercharge against Yoda? Well, Honestly, to me, I feel like at that moment he he. You seen Fight Club? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So same thing. It's like it's the perfect moment when he beats himself up yeah. and the boss walks yes. in and he's there on his yeah. and right when the cops are he's like, oh please don't hit me yeah. again. Uh -huh. That's exactly that to me. Yeah. It's not that it's not that he knew that Anakin was going to come. It's that that in the moment. Okay, the, but the smart believe, guy is. Do you believe Mace beat him? Yes, I'm going to say. You that think so? I think so. Because I, man, the way he fights Yoda, it's a lot different than the way he fights Mace. And Yoda is. is on the ropes yeah, against him. It is, and he never uses the lightning against Mace, which we know that's just in his arsenal. So it's like, why didn't you use that other weapon? But I mean, I felt as though I don't know. Maybe in that moment, I mean, you're dueling. It's like he could have, he, you know, he, he Mace is going to be ready. You know, I just felt as though he's a better duelist. He's better with the saber. And he I feel like he had him beat right there. But again, the force and all the stuff, good and bad, you know, the light side and dark side, mm -hmm. it intervenes. That that moment is meant to happen that way, or whatever. And in that moment, he capitalizes on again, 
they they mentally kind of weak Anakin. You yeah, know what I mean? Like at sure. that point, sure. he, he's he's like he knows. He tells Mace, "I need him." It's like, like, come on, man. Like I was it's like, there's no other. Like, and he's just like, he's like, got you. Like, it's that's just, it. At that, right after that, yeah. we see him become Darth Vader. Like, yeah. right after that, it's like. Which I. You don't like. kind of hard. No, I don't. Because uh, it's like, right away, like, that's it. That's all it took for you to turn to Sith was that moment. And that's it. You're good. You're. He pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you pretty much have him. Even it's conflicted, right? He's like, no, no, you can't destroy him. But yeah. Anakin's heart yeah. is like, you can't destroy him because I need him. Yeah. But he's also like, well, you, he's got to go before the council and all that stuff. We got to like, and Mace's like, no, nah, I'm going to kill this dude. Yeah. And he's like, wait a minute. Like, that's not our way. So it's, it's, it's conflict even within the conflict. Which I didn't like that either because like he kills Dooku with like no hesitation. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> he yeah. chops off the dude's head. Instead That's of bring true. you think he'd bring Dooku in. Yeah. For you know, all the war crimes that he's committed. But again, <laughs> but again, you know, Anakin's got yeah, that other thought, that, yeah. that thought yeah. of Padme and, and yeah. uh, Amidala in his mind. So he's like, hold on, I need to like whatever I gotta say to Mace to make Mace but, think. You know? you know, Mace is right though. Uh kill the kill the guy. Oh yeah. This is no, the most right. deadly enemy ever the Jedi's ever faced. Shit, if I'm Mace in that moment, I force push fucking yeah. Anakin away and I exactly. just get yes. to business yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But you know, I mean, okay, then we so don't have I think we've gone to all the major storylines. So, uh, saber fights, yeah. Um, I think they're some of the best in the entire uh, nine films. I mean, uh, uh, the first one, just like I said, very epic. Uh, yeah. I love episode two, the Dooku versus you know Obi Wan and Anakin. Nothing prepares you for seeing Yoda wield the saber. Oh my goodness, we have heard everything yeah. about Yoda, the yeah. Grand Master, the only one I believe. Mm-hmm. It's Yoda. And it's like, well, what's he going to do? And here he comes up with the cane. And yeah. he's just, Dooku just handled up both of them. Mm-hmm. Our boys, Anakin and Obi right yeah. there, got schooled. And you're like, oh, man, are we going to see this? I can remember <laughs> having like a pit in my stomach, double A, in the theater. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my man. God. Oh, my God. And when Sitting he. here with the people erupting. God, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, literally the crowd did. Erupted. Just, we might have been together at some of those. I, we, might together, have. we might have. We might have. I mean, it just was amazing. Yeah. And you're like, that's, that, you can say what the hell you want about the rest of the damn movie or the yeah. dialogue. That was the shit. Yeah, I was, it was. like, it holy sure was. cow, man. Yoda takes him to task and it is what it is. It's just like super badass. Um, it's hard to uh, rank What them, about you know Obi-Wan I mean? and Grievous? Uh, I don't love it. It's not. No. It's not any. It's neat to see. You know what? I Grievous love Grievous in those two-minute Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars cartoon. Yes, you know Grievous I, I, I'm looks that super hard. Yeah, and you remember that one with Ki Ki Munda, mm-hmm. the one where he's just he's out dueling these Jedi masters. Yeah, and you're like you're thinking because this came out before Episode Three. This was supposed to be the tie-in. This is supposed to be the middle part between episode two and episode right, three. Right. And it was going to lead directly into episode three. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. So the episode where they introduced Grievous and he's just out dueling all these fucking Jedi Masters. You're thinking, yeah. holy hell, how the fuck are they going to beat this dude? Yeah. You know, that's how just how badass he was. And that art in that, that cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. And that <laughs> art in that cartoon is, uh, is very, you know, it's cartoon. It's the guy that did uh, Samurai Jack. Yes. Uh, Genji, Gen- I can't say it. It's very like, a Russian sounding name, um, but I will learn and come say it right next week. But uh, <laughs> but um, it's amazing. Um, yeah. 
they're not canon, which super sucks. I wish that some of that stuff would yeah, be canon. Yeah, because at that time, Lucas was like, no, this is going to lead into episode three. Yeah, so, and there was yeah. two parts, and it was some of it was some of it was the before, and some of it was the yeah. after. Yeah. Um, but um, they're amazing. I actually have your DVD copies um, yeah. in my house right now, yeah. and I plan to rewatch those so I can uh, give them back to you. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's excellent stuff, but they're drawn still kind of cartoony. Yeah, I mean, Samurai like, Jack Samurai style. Jack style. Yes. Um, so of course, when you see the translation of Grievous on the screen, I mean, he looks badass. Yeah. I mean, he does look badass. And when he all the forearms come mm-hmm. out and they've all got sabers and he's twisting them and he's hitting the bottom of the ground. Yeah, I mean, like, it's cool crap. or whatever. Like, it's yeah. pretty badass. But again, I feel like you know he didn't. Obi-Wan I mean, I mean, obviously he's so not ready. he's not a Jedi. He's not a Sith. Yeah, uh, he was trained by Dooku a yeah. little bit on how to wield him. But that didn't mean he didn't kill plenty of Jedi because oh, he had for plenty sure. of damn sure. tokens uh, to uh, go with him. What about the rematch between Dooku and the two guys, Anakin and Obi? What do you think of that one? Where Anakin is now, he's more powerful. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he knocks out Obi Wan right away. He mm-hmm. gets rid of Obi Wan, which I was I was hurt. I was like, oh, man. oh yeah, me too. You know, fucking a. But I know this is supposed to set up Anakin. Mm-hmm. But, uh, how do you how do you like that fight? Uh, no, you know what? It, it's fine. It's not again not one of my favorites. Maybe because again, like what happens to Obi Wan or whatever. But it's it's okay. I mean, I like that I finally see Dooku come to an end. You know what I mean? And and that's it. You know, so it's perfectly fine. Yeah. So it's it's a perfectly fine. Um, you know, fight again, like I said, mainly for me to see, you know, Dooku's end, and it's kind of cool for him to have both sabers, <laughs> and he freaking does, the, does the old gladiator <laughs> type move right there. So that's just cool. But you know, like you said, kind of a bummer when you see Obi Wan get knocked out. And I always felt kind of yeah. like, you know, everyone's got their one guy, and it was that he can't you know, beat. Yeah, yeah Obi Wan's guy was Dooku, which yeah. just couldn't get up on him, man. And so it's like, you know, again. Um, but um, before we get to the big end here of the battle mm-hmm. at the end of episode three, I want you to tell me your, your, um, duels, which are the ones that, that do it for you. Okay. So, um, it's gotta be episode three, the big Anakin yeah. Obi fight. Yeah. I, I mean, when I think about episode ones and episode threes, it's like, they're almost like a tie. Yeah. They could change from one day to the next for me, but it's, you know, easily. Yeah. Again, I just watched that one today. So to me, I'm like, Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you know, Same here. so that, that's gotta be my ultimate. It's, Probably the most epic battle in the whole franchise. Yeah, it's the one that sets off that sets the course, the rest of the course of history. Yeah, you're seeing this fight, brothers, master yeah. and master and uh, it's uh, brother and brother, master and apprentice. Yeah, Jedi Sith. You know, it's all those things. Yeah. Uh, the battle for the future, pretty much. Yeah, right I mean, here. and like you know, I think the whole time, I think the whole time that Obi Wan is in that duel, I think that his mind is probably like. This is life or death. Like yeah. there's not going to be a way yeah. to walk away. Like and and it's probably he's fighting with a broken heart already. He His is, heart's you know, already broken. He's conflicted. Yeah. It, 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 I, you know, a few scenes ago, they were wishing each other goodbyes. Yeah. You know, like yeah, we'll see you, Anakin. We'll see you too, Master. Yeah. You know, it it was a heartfelt goodbye that they did. And then when he comes back and he hears and he sees the video of Anakin doing what he's doing, you're just like. Yeah, lead is my brother, you know. Like, and you know, we don't really have a time frame, right? You know, double A, like how long is all this? Like, no, is it a day, two no, days? It feels no. like it happened because obviously Obi is doing that mission for Grievous, right? Hunting Grievous now, right? To end the war because they think what Grievous did, that's it. That's it. It'll be the end game. A completely know? different mindset where you're probably riding high, you're yeah. getting ready to come out of this yeah. epic long war, and then now, and then obviously, you know, you know the troopers that Order sixty six bullshit comes in. Right. So we don't know how long either Obi has been hiding out either. Yeah. At this time. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So yeah, I mean, it, you can feel that you can feel 
it right you know when they both take off the cloaks and he's like if you're not with me you're against me yeah you know he's like only a Sith deals in absolute Absolutely. and then you know he pulls out his saber and you're mm-hmm. like holy fuck and then Anakin just comes out full force and I oh, think yeah. it kind of surprises Obi-Wan a little bit yeah but to his credit man he keeps up with Anakin I don't know how but he keeps up with oh, maybe yeah. just that he's still that much of a better fighter I think still so. at this point where Anakin is kind of wild and his power probably has gone up a lot now, more yeah. so, yeah. you know, but maybe the experience of Obi-Wan comes into play here. Well, that, yeah, I mean, at this know. time, they're both, like, again, battle-hard, battle-tested yeah. generals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, but I always think that Obi-Wan had a bit of an edge, an edge we kind of see in episode one, where a little bit of that, he can fight with that mm-hmm. ferocity mm-hmm. and kind of go to that next level. Now, you've also got Anakin, who has been conflicted all this time, but now their conflict is gone. Yeah. Now he's like, I'm on the dark side, and he's there's no need to hold yeah, back. He's full on Darth you know? Vader. Yeah, no more Anakin. Dark, there's no more Anakin. It's he's Darth already Vader known now. as Darth Vader, right? Yeah. And so now you've got it. You're seeing this. You're seeing them fight. I think they're probably both peak. Yes. You know what I mean. Yes. So, and, and even at that, they're still matching each other. Yes. You know what I mean. And it's yes. interesting, right? Because we just talked about you always have your one guy that can beat you. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan could never get up on Dooku. Anakin handled up Dooku, yeah. but yet here you have yeah. them, and then. You know, the culmination, we get to see the mystery is going to be resolved. We get to see how does Anakin yeah. Skywalker become yeah. the Darth Vader that we know in the yeah. black suit. And, and well, not only that, but when Luke takes off his mask in, in return and right. you're seeing the wounds. Yes. You even get a little brief glimpse of an empire mm-hmm. where he's in his chamber. The only the only chamber where he can breathe without the help of the mask. Right. And you're like, holy Fuck! What mystery. did Obi Wan do? Yeah, you know he's like, got that nasty scar on his fucking head. Right. He, I mean, it's just it's terrible. Uh, you know, in the comics, I read that he tried using all the dark side knowledge he used to try and heal himself, and yeah. obviously, you know that that doesn't quite happen. Right. Uh, that's why he looks like that return because he's yeah. been trying to heal himself. Yeah. Where he doesn't look as bad as probably you might think. Where he does, like at the end of Episode Three, where he's just burnt. <sighs> Yeah, you know, to a crisp. <laughs> yeah, you know, so he was trying to heal himself even decades after that. So, now, what do you think about what people say about how Obi Wan was walking away? He walked away. He doesn't. He doesn't give him mercy, a mercy killing or anything. He walks away. Yeah, because I when when he gets set on fire, uh-huh. he's probably thinking like, oh, shit, that's you know, it. that's it. You know, yeah. he's gonna burn up. You know, yeah. uh, it's only Anakin's hate. Mm-hmm. this immense hate that keeps him alive right you know but i love the scene too where you know after he chops off anakin arms legs mm-hmm. you know and he picks up his saber and man, he just you and mcgregor he just gives oh, this man. really emotional dialogue you know that you're you know you're my brother you're the you know you were man. you were the chosen one you're supposed to lead us not destroys the sith yeah not you're supposed him. to destroy the sith not join him yeah lead us out of darkness not bringing you know I bring yeah. it in, you know, and it, it's great because you can see where he's just so hurting, you know, like, yeah. golly, you know, like we're brothers, man. We trust each other. We're fucking partners. I mean, it's truly. Yeah. I, you had my back. You know, you had mine. I had yours. You yeah. know, we're we're brothers outside of the Jedi Council. Yeah. And even like on the plane, like when he's taking, you know, Padme back to deliver the babies, mm-hmm. you can still see where he's just like, yeah, golly, I can't believe what I just did. You know, yeah. I cannot believe what I just had to fucking do. I think he you just know? didn't see the, it going that particular yeah. way. So yeah. it was like, I mean, maybe so, he knew it was going to come to something, but not that in that yeah. way. Like it just was, you know. So Yeah. See, I'm so, that's why I think that's for me, just the ferocity of those two, mm-hmm. the speed that you see in that lightsaber oh, yeah. fight. 
just the hate that you see in that fight. Mm -hmm. Again, Hayden Christensen does just a great job with his facial experiences yeah. where he just has his hate. He's blaming Obi-Wan for everything that's happening mm -hmm. to him, you know, and, you know, again, just Obi-Wan, you know, he's fighting his damnedest way. You can see where he's just like, golly, Anakin, you know, like, yeah. You know, stop. You know, like he's still trying to reason with him. Like, yeah, I have hey, the high know, like, ground. Like, well, not on, just that, but you know, you know? when you know, Palpatine's like, you know, Palpatine's fucking with your mind, man. Yeah. You know, like stop this shit. Yeah. You know? And and then it, you know, so after that fight, it's weird that he ends up making his home there. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I mean, but far. yeah. <laughs> to me, just the the best fight in the whole franchise, the most epic, the most emotional. Uh, just a. Whew, it's a great fight. I could yeah. watch that fight over and over. Definitely. I mean, I think it's almost kind of like, you know, we talk wrestling sometimes. We yeah. talk about you can have two guys have a great match, but it's kind of almost better when there's stakes. Yes. Is it for a title? Yes. Is it for, you know, whatever? And this definitely is, you know, like you said, it's the. Yeah. the it's for the universe. It's for everything. You know, but just the emotional toe it is and everything. I just, I love this fight. Yeah. It's two guys at their peak, like you are saying. Mm -hmm. It's what maybe Anakin could have been, maybe more. If, yeah. you know, if Obi-Wan hadn't, you know, handicapped him you know right, uh, right. so yeah, yeah you get to see a little glimpse of what anakin maybe could have done exactly know? so yeah i think he was yeah. only going to grow more oh yeah more yeah, like and, emperor uh, was like fully confident that he was going to be way stronger than even himself for you sure. know so yeah yeah so i mean he was i think he was going to do it but um yeah i mean overall i mean amazing that duel amazing definitely probably my top as well um you know right up there with episode one uh and maybe only because you know, episode one set that standard. It we, did. we didn't have a standard for lightsaber. No. So when we knew that we were going to get Anakin and Obi Wan eventually, we were like, "It's got to <laughs> like, be shit. something yeah. big." It's got to top episode you know, one. Yeah. I can remember seeing the posters for episode two at the theaters, and you telling me you're like, "Oh shit! Why is his face red? Why is the lightsaber <laughs> yeah. the light red?" I was yeah. like, "Dude, is there any coming, man? It's coming." <laughs> so, um, overall. Um, Give me final thoughts on the Star Wars prequels, okay. episodes one, two, and three. Yeah. So, like I said, great stuff. Um, the CGI really doesn't hold up too well. Uh, but, I mean, get past that. Great movies, great storylines. Mm -hmm. He did a great job on the storylines. I don't think you could have really done better in that. This is a man's story. He yeah. told it. And um, I have no problems with it. I could watch these prequels over and over again. I have no problems with these prequels. And I, I kind of hope we got to change some people's minds about these. Yeah. You know? Check them out again. Look at the little intricacies. Yeah. You know, they're on Disney Plus. That's where I yeah. was watching mm -hmm. them today. Um, I had a little bit of lagginess, which is weird because I supposedly have the best internet. <laughs> <laughs> but a little bit of choppiness um, watching them through Disney Plus. But otherwise, it was fine. And you know what? It's funny you mentioned the CGI. I was actually looking at episode one. thought it looked fine. Oh, okay. I was, you know, okay. I'm cool. always amazed at that part when they're, uh, anything, when they're on Naboo and when the Gungans are on Lotus the little glowy ball things. oh yeah the and everything looks yeah. really sharp yeah. i thought i said that looks really sharp even yoda yeah. looked good his movement and stuff i thought um so i mean for me it was impressed i don't know if disney plus cleaned it up a little bit or whatever mm -hmm. but it looked really nice to me on on my uh, uh tv so um i was good um i love the prequels okay uh i think cool. that they're fantastic uh movies again as a star wars fan as you grow with the franchise you watch a little bit more you see a few more mm -hmm. things you can you can watch them again and again and pick up something different and take something different away. I watched them again today while I watched one in uh, episode one, half of episode two, and it got me ready to see the rest of episode two and episode three of this conversation. And I took away different things. There's things in there, guys. The stuff is written for you. It's it, There's a story going on. Tell mm -hmm. yourself you're going to watch it for the Palpatine story. Mm -hmm. And you will yeah. be like, holy shit, this yeah. guy was – like I said, playing chess, not checkers. You're mm -hmm. going to get something out of it. And, and didn't watch it for little things you just, you know, 
just to appreciate, I got to see the guy that plays Jar Jar, uh, Ahmed Best. He appears in the bar scene at the beginning of episode two, not in Jar Jar. He's just like in his regular mm-hmm. self as a, as a patron. <laughs> and I also think you see, if I'm not correct, I might be wrong. This is probably stuff you can read on the internet. But Anthony Daniels, who plays uh, C-3PO. C-3PO, out of the costume, just standing there mm-hmm. or whatever, too. Oh, nice. so yes. It's very, yes, I believe he is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah. interesting yeah. to see uh, things like that. And those are things I just I hadn't read that have not happened to pick that up. And I was like, hey, that, there they are. Like, that's them. <laughs> and so there's just so much stuff. The little banter between everybody, yeah. you know. Yeah. But um, overall, guys, again, uh, the Star Wars prequels, we love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're shitting on them, you know what? You're wrong. Go back and watch them again. Uh, you know, we love Star Wars here at the Just Another Friday Night podcast, and um, you know, these are part of that saga. Mm-hmm. That that uh, great, great story. Great story. Yes. And there's something in there for everyone, and something mm-hmm. that you can take away to love about it. And yep. let me say this: if you have things you don't like about it. Each one of those has more things to love than mm-hmm. to not love, yep. and in and in that sense, that's gonna out, yep. out, that's gonna make them stand up. So um, for me, uh, CM Chuck here at just another Friday night, and uh, for Unbreakable Adamantium Adam, guys, may the force be with you. Yeah, may the force be with you guys, and don't forget, as we always say as well, along with may the force be with you, <laughs> seize the day, guys, and when it comes to those hopes, those dreams, things you want to do, do whatever it takes.